Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We have started a new segment of the show, a new overall topic of the show, rather, talking about different conditions, different things affecting people's daily lives with the help of AOTA's fact sheets or tip sheets, most likely tip sheets, depending on what we're talking about today. Let's talk about OT's role and anxiety disorders. This comes from the AOTA, and we're going to expound on it because they have fantastic materials we'd like to bring to you that hopefully can help a lot of people throughout life throughout the next couple of weeks. We're going to talk about different topics in this overall topic in living life tips. So let's talk today about anxiety disorders. Unfortunately, anxiety is very prevalent, especially in kids, and it can really affect a lot of different areas. Kids who have anxiety disorders can be affected in many areas of occupation. Remember, areas of occupation are things that affect a person's daily life. There are many areas of occupation. There's work, play, sleep, the ADLs, the activities of daily living, and the instrumental activities of daily living. But some of them that could be affected are social participation. The kids may avoid social situations. They might be fearful in unfamiliar settings. They might be embarrassed. They might worry to be embarrassing themselves or have a panic attack. They may flee when they're not comfortable. They might feel irritable or unapproachable to others. They may choose to withdraw As a way to manage symptoms, they might have overall discomfort, which will get in the way of social. In terms of ADLs, they might have excessive worry and bad concentration, slow processing, and fatigue can interrupt the daily routines and get in the way of bathing, toileting, dressing, and eating. They might have poor initiation and low motivation. In terms of education, they might not have such potential involving themselves in the learning day. They might have some isolation, especially at recess and in the cafeteria. They might not be able to concentrate or process the information, can interfere with activities and ability to understand and follow instruction or complete assignments. They might lose train of thought due to worrisome thoughts, and they might avoid speaking in class or calling attention to self. In terms of work, they might avoid work situations where there's a need to interact with public and or environment, and it might involve their play and leisure. They might have a tendency to engage in familiar occupations alone or with a good friend. They might find it hard to relax and enjoy themselves. And and they could also have interrupted sleep and rest due to worry and the like. So what we try to do is we want to use activities, meaningful activities to help kids and youth participate in what they need or want to do to have physical and mental health and well-being. We want to focus on the areas of education, play and leisure, social participation, the ADLs such as eating, dressing, and hygiene, and the IADLs such as meal prep and shopping, and sleep, rest, and work. These are usually the occupations involved in childhood. So we analyze the tasks to identify the factors that are limiting the participation across the settings such as school, home, and the community. And we try to accommodate and find activities that could help to intervene to promote good performance in the settings. Everyone may have anxiety as a response to stress from time to time, even kids. Mild anxiety can help people cope with difficult or challenging situations like tests or the like. And you could challenge the anxiety into positive things, such as reviewing the course material ahead of time to prepare. But when anxiety is constantly present and appears to be an irrational fear of familiar activity situations, then then it is no longer a coping mechanism, but a disabling condition that comes from NIMH, National Institute of Mental Health. 
So these order, this disorders can begin as early as six years old or in adolescence and can really interfere with performance of everyday occupations, again, from NIMH. And the DSM, which is the Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, identifies five types, OCD, Obsessive Compulsive Disorder, PTSD, Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder, Social or Specific Phobias, Fears About Specific Things, Panic Disorder, and Generalized Anxiety Disorder, GAD. There could be in these things the symptoms of excessive or unexplained worry, difficult managing the worry, restlessness, unexplained nervous energy, tiring easily, difficulty concentrating or loss of thoughts, the mind going blank, irritability, muscle tension, or disturbance in sleep. So brain imaging can now demonstrate biology in anxiety disorders from NIMH, and these studies have revealed atypical brain activity in kids that have anxiety disorders. They can't differentiate between threatening and non-threatening situations, and there's brain circulatory changes during adolescence, the teenage years, which makes females more prone than males to developing mood and anxiety disorders. Research also helps show effective treatment other than medications like CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy and social skills training from Bonder. Anxiety disorders can interfere with kids' ability to engage in school activities, occupations, and social things. Fear of failure, concern of panic attacks, or fear of embarrassment can lead them to not participate even though they may want to be engaged. And that could lead to social isolation and result in poor occupational performance. And it might hurt their mental it might hurt their mental and emotional health because decreased participation in social situations and occupations can exacerbate feelings of low self-esteem. It could hurt the kids' self-image and disrupt habit routines and roles. The quality of life can go down and their overall well-being can be also affected. They could also have different things involved in their, in their anxiety, but the OTs can help play an important role in addressing the anxiety disorders. In each setting, we could focus on a number of areas, in, including establishment of routines and habits, enjoyable activities that promote optimal levels of arousal or relaxation, and strategies for managing symptoms to help occupational performance. And they could help kids to get self-esteem get supportive relationships with those around them and to help give them a role to work with teachers and other school people to get them to address what needs to be done with the anxiety disorders. The OTs can promote whole population approaches to help mental health at the universal level, which is a school-wide initiative to get stress and sensory overload down, including different experiences such as stress and relaxation techniques. There could be prevention to give interventions to manage symptoms more easily without singling them out, such as working with teachers to give a sensory-friendly environment, which gives self-regulation strategies to manage fidget toys, for example, or get quiet corners in the class or have relaxation breaks. And there could also be a way to collaborate with teachers to have classroom interventions to help the anxious child performance, such as modifying assignments and allowing flexible deadlines, reducing homework load, creating opportunities for stress reduction, giving a sensory diet, or partnering with a friend during challenging learning activities. In the home, can work with families to give daily routines that include time together and time for de-stressing. Give, we give education to the family about anxiety symptoms, how they can interfere with functioning and give coping strategies like sleep hygiene routine, quiet retreat, sensory diet, sensory modulation kit, and give enjoyable family activities that alleviate stress for everyone. In school, to educate school personnel about the disorders and the impact on learning and socialization, like like in-services with handouts or sensory-friendly areas indoors, like a sensory modulation area in the classroom or outdoors with like a reflective garden or nature and the like, or the playground, and giving school curriculum that helps support stress management and with socialization like yoga and the like. 
and promoting inclusion. And in the community, you could work with local after school or community organizations to create activities that help youth manage stress, like community service projects or clubs. And parent groups or youth service organizations can help educate members about anxiety disorders and, and strategies for managing symptoms with handouts and articles and the like. But there could be a way to manage anxiety also with sensory modulation kits or sensory diet. CBT, we mentioned before, social-emotional learning helps students develop skills to recognize and manage thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. Relaxation techniques, positive self-talk students can use throughout their life, and participation in meaningful leisure activities is a very big thing to help. For Anxiety and Depression Association of America, you can go to adaa.org. They have a lot of helpful information. You can go to CASEL also, C-A-S-E-L.org. It gives examples of what principals, teachers, and parents can do to help in the school. You could also go to Minnesota Association for Children Mental Health, which would be schoolmentalhealth.org slash resources slash E-D-U-C slash M-A-C-M-H slash anxiety.pdf. We don't expect you to remember that one. You could also go to National Institute of Mental Health, nimh.nih.gov. But it's very important to be well aware of this, especially in our kids nowadays with so much stress on their lives and so much things demanded of them so early in life. Sometimes the play is taken out of the kid's life and we need to put the play back in the kid's life to allow them the best, most optimal functioning experience for them on a day-to-day basis. Let's talk next time about recovering from stroke and how OT can help in that area with the living life tips and the help of AOTA here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.